0: Hey, hello, this is Yellow Tip, where we engage individuals who are doing amazing stuff. We get you inspired. If this is your first episode, the induction episode to our incredible space, I'd like you to subscribe to get notified once we drop an episode. Well, you can do this on your favorite platform. Better yet, if you are on our official website, acute.co.ke, you can also subscribe to get notified. Just drop us your email. Well, let's get to it today. I had an exciting chat with two brilliant young folks. So intriguing that I had to share some bits of the conversation we had before officially starting the recording, or rather, the session. My guests with this particular episode are Munene and Vanessa. In the first bit, Munene um, and I shared some bit of thoughts when Vanessa had stepped out. But that was, that was my launch pad. That's where you like. It. How are you using the lean card was a good um
1: and i night to me a you know really put it to action Alafu nikiwa I I came upon the book by fifty cent and uh Robert Green, The Fiftieth Law. Mm. Uh, that book changed my life, you know. And uh I think for me, you know, yeah. that that institution was like I say, it was a it was a good launch pad. Na I think at Yangwina ina ku execute vitunimelan. Neunukti meni say dear sana. Eh nice.
0: Eh, could execute. obviously obviously juko branding, obviously on a dua Gary V. There's there's this so Gary V is this this guy who speaks what is in, in his mind. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a point where he says, he was giving guys about how to use LinkedIn and how LinkedIn is going to be like very powerful come 2020. Mm-hmm. And he says, 99% of people in this room will do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. How did, you, how did you ensure that limelight sort of did not get into your head? You're this cool guy who knows stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you ensure it does not get into your head?
1: Uh, basically being, being very disciplined. Yes. But uh, let me be honest. You know, uh, in those years, I had nothing to do with discipline. <laughs> uh, discipline was the last thing on my mind. So it was um, maximizing on that limelight as much as... Um, As I would have wanted, yes. Not caring whether it goes to my head or not. Actually, it went to my head and, uh, you know, we misbehaved a lot.
0: I know so much of uh, breaking the ice. Well, let's jump straight to it. Introduction and more information about who
1: they really are Ladies first
2: <laughs> <laughs> So I'm Vanessa Maneki, I'm the Brand Manager at ORAC Branding So my major work is to make sure that the companies that we are dealing with are staying on brand And we also come up with their brand guidelines Yeah, so that they always stay on brand so awesome.
0: yes. the good thing is we're going to talk a bit about brand so we'll get to have a clear understanding of what brand is and what yes. to manage brand yeah. really means yeah,
2: what <laughs> brand management is yeah <laughs> for sure uh, uh,
1: thank you my name is Monene Gedera. I'm the team leader at Oracle branding and uh, my work is to execute you know I, I love the concept of execution you know basically getting things done um, in the most efficient and excellent way Mm. yes and i really love what i do
0: i really (coughs) love how you've introduced yourself like team leader Mm -hmm. you didn't go for ceo any particular reason
1: yes uh there's there's what is called the founder's ego Mm. and um most founders usually find themselves in that trap where um, I saw someone calling himself CEO, founder, director, eh, before, before <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many egoistic, uh, mm-hmm. titles mm-hmm. and, uh, the psychology behind, behind that. It's, it's good. It's good to, to have the titles, but now the psychology behind that is that, uh, you become you become entitled to your company you know i also don't i also don't uh, call orac branding my company the company is owned by the customers you know everyone in orac branding will own orac branding so the psychology is that uh when you say something is my company when you say i'm the ceo director all those things it's very easy for you when, uh, for example, you're growing a business. It's very easy for you when a client tells you to change something. Uh, that attitude tells you um, why 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 should I change? It's my company. You know when <clears throat> when something when customer feedbacks come, uh, you might you might uh, there's that temptation of saying why should I do this? it's, it's my company. But when you where that attitude of um, I'm simply a team leader, you know, a servant, a steward. So basically I work for ORAC branding. Yes, I'm like a servant. Mm. So anything that has to be done in Oracle branding, I do it regardless of how I feel and, uh, you know, or what what I think I am to the company. So it's it's basically an an attitude to help you uh serve more efficiently and excellently that's actually
0: a very good perspective uh because when you and, and this is something that I also see in a lot of founders is there's this notion of uh the business is mine, and it's not like this business is is like another entity who's very different from who you really are Yes how did you develop your leadership's quality? Maybe we can start there. <laughs> Uh, Is it born? <laughs> <laughs> were you the guy who used to tell people Nini Lomna na t-shirts, Nini na t-shirt to ball? Were you that kind of a kid? What kid were you when you were growing up?
1: No, I was I was a very shy kid. But that that developed um as I as I grew up. Like I said, I think my life started in high school, you know, and uh, because before high school, I was very shy, I was very reserved, but then I got into high school and, uh, you know, everyone is looking at you, so you have to wear leadership uh, whether you like it or not. So that is how uh, I have developed uh, my leadership. Uh, I believe leadership is uh, you're both born, born with it, and, uh, but you have to develop it yes mm-hmm. leaders who are born with leadership and then they develop it now they become even even better so I've developed leadership uh, through you know through reading books but my my main key thing is to you know just uh, going the way you know going the way and uh, coming back to show it mm. yes That's basically if, if I read something like for <coughs> For example, the book uh, I just mentioned, uh, Fifty Cent, the fiftieth law. Uh, when I re- when I read that book, you know, my my next I was burning to put to action everything I had read. When I read the Seven Habits of uh, Highly Successful uh, People, uh, my I was burning to put that to action. So leadership, you have to always uh put things to action whether you fail whether you burn you have to put things to action yes Uh, and you have to make good and important decisions
0: that's that's very interesting Mm -hmm. so what you're saying is you've developed these and uh before we go to vanessa um so this was this drive started mainly when you're in high school yes can you talk to us a bit about your high school experience how it was?
1: um my high school experience was amazing because one i was um i was i was good in in, in class you know like i said i i passed my k c p e very well then i went to high school so i was <coughs> i was good uh, both in class and outside of class and uh you know I was very bold, and that boldness really put me out there you know people wanting to uh, to know, you know, how could you say that to the teacher? How could you say that to the form for? And uh, at the back of my mind, sometimes I was like, okay, <laughs> it just came. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I went on uh, to be elected into to be chairman of so many societies. And uh I was, you know, I was elected the m- the chairman for the music uh society unopposed. No one wanted to <laughs>
0: no one wanted to come close yeah. to competing with <laughs> Mudel. No one wanted to,
1: to compete with me. Uh, then we <laughs> we started uh we started a group called GSU Family <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and uh you know we used to be Used to be the gang, yani. You know, we control every, the deep state of the school. <laughs> <laughs> we control who goes to keys mm. We control, um, you know, who gets what at the canteen. It was really awesome, you know. And um, and then when I was in form three, third term, uh, the whole school voted for me to be the entertainment captain. So and I remember we had a new uh, deputy principal. So he called me to his office and he, t- he asked me <laughs> 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 and I was like, Oh my God, what have I done this time? Uh, you know, I, was and I asked him, the, it, it, there were three teachers. It was the new deputy principal, the boarding master and my maths teacher. So they were asking me, Umepea uh, Everyone has voted for you to be the entertainment captain. What agenda do you want to drive? <laughs> so like me, I have no idea. Uh, you know, the elections last week. I didn't I was not even at a ballot. so I, I don't know what's happening. So the, he was telling me, no, 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 it cannot be. Either you gave people money or you intimidate you're intimidating people. Uko kwa dom. Hey Kambia uh mimi mimi si too. Eh, Then I can be how comes your every function unendag attaz at a science congress na juice science. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know nikambia you know from killers from Zimbabwe so that you know so tikea list nikanga nusu watu wa kwenda kufanya science congress nusu watu wa kufanya kubambisha you said that <laughs> yes <laughs> to the three panel teachers i, I, I told them that uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh you know wakania unfortunately they cannot allow me to be a school captain because of the agendas they know to drive mm. Na, you kaisha ivo. My high school time, I was suspended three times. Um, yes. Were you the
0: record holder in your school at that time? I was like... Were you the record holder?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. We had others. Yeah, yeah. the guys were naughty. Okay. Uh, but for me, I was suspended. I was Yes. And... ya man was kulid strike. Yes, tuli. Tuli form 4, second term. And then we were being forced to do tuition. And we were like, Hey, C, nakuja, you umeshika meshi, Kenya <laughs> 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 You know, this e-tuition, ita said yes. Mm-hmm. But they insisted. So the next day, we just planned uh, a strike. and uh, <clears throat> But the strike was aborted at around 2 a.m. But the following morning, we were told to go home but uh, 20 of us we were told not to come back until um, the exams so you know my mom was my mom went mad <laughs> 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 you know it was it was really crazy uh-huh. yeah but uh, that's my high school life
0: so the 20 of you were basically the gsu members right yes <laughs> the GSU, gsu family family members yes uh, uh, just just before you because i want to hear the conversation between you and your mom uh-huh. how it how it panned out and, and how you know, like the reaction <laughs> first you said do, when you were a kid this basically before kcp mm-hmm. you are shy mm-hmm. but the moment you went to high school how did that boldness what was like that switch that made you bold I, I don't know
1: if i can point out a particular switch but I think um, one the the customary initiation for the Kikuyus, mm-hmm. you know, when you're when you're done with class eight, you go for initiation. I think that was one of them, and then now, you know, um, you're feeling like you're out there, quote unquote, on your own. You know, your parents are not there, your neighbors are not there, so you really have to depend on yourself. You have to i have to come out of myself and be you know transition to to something else okay yes okay. plus my my dad is a very bold man uh just seeing his boldness um i think it has rubbed on me mm-hmm. you know from the time i went to to high school okay yes but he was never there
0: like he was never there with you during high school time. Like how did, or were you like watching his moves then now when you're in high school, you're trying to live up to...
1: Yes, I think um, when, you, when you're when you growing up and you're seeing your dad <coughs> do things, talk in a particular way, talk to people in a particular way, you tend to, to take that up, you know, knowingly or unknowingly. Mm. Yes, so for me, I... You know I took that uh, I took up that uh, boldness and um, you know just executing what I've seen my you know my dad do, plus I learned so fast yes, if I get into an environment I see this is how people are behaving uh, or this is, this is how people behave to survive this, then I will quickly adapt yes, if I have to um, "Quote unquote, be very tough to survive. Then that is what I will do mm. as quickly as I can.
0: Wow, well, yeah. that's you know the the what's this, what's this survival for the fittest?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so
0: Vanessa, <laughs> how was your experience? So like we've had Monena's experience. How was your experience during these defining moments of who we become? Basically, your teenage life. What kind of kid were you?
2: Well, for me, I was. <coughs> a very confident kid and <laughs> I was very disciplined and I was also very, you know, like I could say what I what what if I see something is not the way I want it to be I would just say it outright. So straightforward. Mm-hmm. So in primary school I I was a prefect once but it didn't go so well. Because of course, I'm, I'm disciplined myself and expect expect highly of everyone else, so people weren't real, people didn't really like me a lot. <laughs> so it was also stressing me out. and I was also losing friends. So I decided to, to quit being, being a prefect and I wasn't a prefect again till high school in form 1. So in form 1, we were supposed to give a short speech, each saying what they'll do for the class. And, of course, <laughs> I won <laughs> because I was able to convince them that, you know, I had the best interest at heart.
0: Can you remember the speech?
2: No, Just I can't remember exactly, <laughs> but it was something <laughs> like, you know, I'll make sure that you're you hard. I'll make sure that you are, your plights are hard. I will take them forward to the teacher and to the principal. And I'll also make sure that we are the best class. Wow. Yeah. I'll follow I, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was very committed. I was very committed to making us the best. And, uh, you know, of course, I would put very strict rules in the class. And people, people didn't really like that, mm. especially the rebellious ones. So they would, they would, they would go and convince others. That you know, I was not a good person <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so strict. Um, I'm telling them to do this, to do that, and also the and our class, our class was the was the worst. Actually, it was it had the naughtiest of people.
0: So you had strict r- rules. Yes, <laughs>
2: very rebellious people. So, so. Muneno
0: was in your class. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> the
2: likes of Muneno in my class. Mm-hmm. So, but the, But our teacher really liked me. Our class teacher really liked me because I was also very good. She was also a physics teacher and I was also very good in physics so I was her best student. But now the deputy, the deputy had something against me. I don't know what it was, but she just she just, she just didn't like me so we so and also because you know you're you're trying to fit in you have friends and you want this you want somebody to also hang out with and to talk with during this time and now if people are starting to talk behind your back then it gets hard so i i I decided again i don't want to i don't want to lead these people anymore so I, i quit again so i don't know if um if my leadership style was I haven't figured out if I can really lead people. But from that experience, I realized that I'm better at a second position where I'm like advising. So Mm -hmm. somebody else who is more friendlier to stay, to be the face and to work with people then, but me, I'm behind advising, Mm. you know, this is what we can do, this is what we can do. Yeah, so I realized that was my space. So as I said, I was very straightforward, and I, I if something I'm not seeing, something is going the way it should, or it's not right, I would speak up. So that is what led to when I went form four. Of course, uh, tuition was suspend was had been suspended by the minister. So, but schools were still doing it. So as we were in school, it was the it was August. And we were in school. We were being forced to do tuition, and the tuition, in my opinion, it was not, it was not going. It was not for us. It was they were not doing the right thing. As in, we were not. It was not. was helping us. So I, so me and a few of my friends, we decided we wanted to go home. So we started talking, and you know, saying that we have to insist, we have to go home. And so, uh, as I said, the deputy had something against me uh, since Form One. So she decided that I was the one who was inciting people. <laughs> and I was the ringleader, and I wanted to start a strike. But we were not even planning to strike, we were just like, you know, saying we want to go home and <coughs> we in, in a peaceful way. So we, they said those who want to go home to write their names down and we wrote our names down and we went home and, but our parents were, were supportive. They had they, they our point and because as we wanted to go for tuition at Starehe where they were offering individual tuition. So where you're seeing your, you have a problem. If it's English, that's where you focus on. So for me, it was English because uh, nobody was getting above C at that time. Mm. So I, so I decided, so, so as we decided we wanted English, that was our focus because everywhere else we had, we were, we were good to go. And it really helped us. So that was the one time that we were kind of suspended. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. So yeah, so that's how I was. Yeah. Such
0: an interesting high school life for both of them. Don't you think? Well, one thing that stood out for me was the fact that they both had to stand for what they believed in. While like was a bit extreme, we must say. So, you can leave us some comments on what you thought. Um, additionally, you can comment or tweet me at Morande Dixon at Acute Media. During this time, you're also like quite clear in terms of your planning and you know, setting goals. What do you expect out of people? What do you expect out of yourself? Yeah. Can you point to a point where, you know, something that helped you become this kind of systematic process kind of a person?
2: That is my personality. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I am either an INFJ or INFP, which means that I am very analytical and I I process things, I think about things, and I'm also an idealist, meaning that I want things to be perfect, Mm. so yeah, so that's, that's it, and also I read a lot, I read a lot of books, and in high school, that's when I started reading business books and personal development books, so they will talk about goals and success. And how to how to how to write how to write your goals how to make a plan for your life, yeah. So that I think that's what gives me that systematic mm. approach to things. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just uh, another in, uh, another question that I'd like you to during this time when you are in um, high school or in this position of leadership, because these were like sort of given like people chose you because they had observed like there's this item in you that they'd that, that really benefit from mm. then you later find out that one it's it's making sure that it, okay it's preventing you from having friends it ha- it's having all these people talking you know behind your back yeah. How was this making you feel especially as a, at a tender age
2: yeah, it was it was bad and it also affected my grades because i was stressed most of the time because at, l- at that time i had one i had a best friend and she's the one who came to me and told me people don't really like you and they don't like the way you're leading the class and they are even planning to you know remove you by force mm-hmm. So it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, so it was a bad time. it was affecting me. and you know being an al- analytical person, I, I would process all of this in my head and it was it was even affecting my grade. So I had to call my mom. I had to call her make tell her to come so that we have a conversation. So we talked and she told me, you know if if it's not working out just just drop it and focus on your studies, because mm-hmm. that's what's important at the moment. Yeah, so that's what made me decide mm-hmm. to to leave the role. Okay. Yeah.
0: You, you cannot, uh, if you don't want to answer this, that's okay. But looking back when you're analyzing this, do you get to a point where you're blaming yourself?
2: No. No, I don't blame myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, because that's how I, that's how I, Conduct myself. Okay. Even me, I put high expectations on myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I just, you no, know, I just ask myself, why, 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 why aren't, why, why am I not doing a good job? I, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. So not really blaming myself, just looking for a solution. But after, but then also analyzing, is it, is it a priority at the moment? Mm-hmm. So when I realized it wasn't a priority, that's when I realized I decided to. To quit, mm. yeah. So I was, I, do, I wasn't really blaming myself. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow, that's, that's, that's really interesting, and and I like the fact that we sort of have personalities that are quite different. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really different, but there, there, there's there seem to be a bit sim- similarity, uh-huh. and and in both aspects, like Muneno, you're approaching things from the aspect of, you know, we demand these, you know, this is ours, and 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 from. Um, uh, Vanessa's side, it was more like, "Can we get a compromise?" Mm. When when Mnene, you were suspended, it seems like your experience was a bit different from Vanessa's. Vanessa seems the parents were the mom was quite supportive, and you're like, "Okay, if you don't want this." When you got home, mm-hmm. were you given a letter <laughs> from the administration <laughs> to text to your parents?
1: <laughs> um, no, we were not given. You know, it was just me. Uh, Going to my mom and saying, and my dad as well, <coughs> and uh, telling them that uh, on that day I found my mom at home. My my dad was somewhere drinking. So, and my mom was like, I am mekuja. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yes, to mekuja, like You know? And for some two minutes, she was just quiet and. You know, she akasema you know, you to kitu. And then she called my dad and uh, you know, And you know, and, you know my, my dad came some one hour later and uh, you know we <coughs> we had a conversation. Um, it was not that good as well. You know them just uh, bashing me telling me how you know how bad I've been all through the years yes so but uh, I think after a day it was it was settled yes I think on, on that on that day on, on the heat of the moment that's when things are usually hot but uh, when you when when a day or two passes it becomes now easier you know they they go into their don't care mode and uh, you know you continue with life mm. yes
0: can you remember your well i'm assuming your dad already had the news mm-hmm. so maybe the reaction he had already had it
3: mm-hmm.
0: but can you remember when you you articulated the words mm-hmm. like what was your mom's can you remember how she reacted to that <laughs>
1: um i can't uh really re- my mom is very soft okay so she doesn't shout, you know, even when she's mad or frustrated, so I think uh she usually asked me very hard questions, rhetorical questions, you know unataka nini sisi tumefanya nina kusumbua you know they even go into the the drugs question ni ni niunatumiya. You know, you <laughs> You know how you know how parents think their kids the kid is a good one. It's a
0: good one. Yeah. But family.
1: <laughs> so, you know, when she was saying all those things, I was like, Wow, Mom, I wish you knew I'm the I'm leading so many groups which I should I should not be leading. I wish you knew Sue and I Farida. There was a drink that was called Farida, Uko mm. And uh, we used to love it. Because one it was it was very cheap, two it used to uh, uh, So we used to love it. And uh, I think one 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 high school experience in my kumbuk and mention, when we were in form three, I am I'm, I'm sure maybe people who are who are in form three in two or nine can relate the government introduced, tried to pilot the Alternative B for Mathematics. And uh, basically the government saw that Maths was very hard for some students. So they introduced uh, math Mathematics Alternative B. Mm. So they, and they, they advised schools to create a, a class for that. Uh, so, <laughs> and you know, maths you manga so class A to you alternative b you know you we were told to register you know all the all the manga what register you go you need alternative b the alternative b so we had we were taking we were taking Maths, alternative b and then one science mm. so and since as as see bad boys was shule we going to pass kuzingine za key. classical quota a class of 34 people you could only 10 people are, are in class having you know the, uh, the class was the class was very notorious ataikumaliza uh, terms the principal said we cannot do this this is a mafia we are breeding <laughs> this is not a class you know cause teachers walikuwa na kuja wanafunza wiki mbili wana wanasema eh what it was you know it was the it was bad <laughs> 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 so <laughs> it was really really crazy but i really missed that class mm. i wish we i wish we did a reality show for mm. that class mm. that class was dope it was everything yes
0: when when um, that's quite interesting that you are the you are the leader of the mafia, but you are the good one. <laughs> <That> <laughs> was a good statement. When you look back, uh, not really look back, at, at that particular moment when your mom was asking you all these questions, to mm-hmm. to how are you feeling?
1: Um, at that moment, you you feel. <coughs> I'm not even feeling for myself. I'm feeling for her because she's the parent. She's the one paying the school fees. For me, it's, it's the other way around. For me, it's, you know, I'm famous.
0: Gangster points. Gangster
1: <laughs> points. I mean, uh, <laughs> So for, <coughs> for her, it was feeling like, oh yeah, ma'am pole, you know, and, uh, maybe singefanya hivi but for myself i was i was very proud i was very excited i was um in all those all those two feelings you feel as a as a teenager as a young adult when you're breaking the rules and standing up to authority yes so that 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 was my feeling my honest feeling mm. yes
0: at any point when your parents were bashing you Mm -hmm. did you ever stop and ask and you know like wonder why are they not looking at things from my perspective
1: yes (laughs) and uh because that is uh you know when when parents are you know bashing us you know most of the time we are always thinking why why can't they see it from my perspective that we you know, like Vanessa said, the tuition is not um, helping. We're from mm-hmm. four. Uh, KCSE is uh, eight weeks from now. You know, why can't we rest? You know, and uh, so to to them, it's like uh, you know, you need to push more. Uh, you need to maybe maybe mtime we exam. But on on our side, the people who are experiencing that. We are. We are like. Uh, this is not helping, and this is when re- this will not help. So either you let us go home, or to strike. Mm. So yes, I definitely felt like uh, you know, my parents are not seeing where we are coming from. Yes. Mm. Mm. Do you
0: feel if they gave you the space like Vanessa was being given such a space where she could express herself? Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe just your family could not have? become so powerful <laughs> because <laughs> you had people who were listening to you. <laughs> just in, at hindsight, like now when you're looking back uh-huh. and, and, and trying to fill the loopholes, mm-hmm. uh, can you see that somewhere if you had someone who could listen to you?
1: Uh, I, uh, my, my, my opinion would be, you know, the, the <clears throat> GSU family and all these things, they, they were not coming from me not being heard um by my parents you know i have uh you know i have amazing parents you know uh though sometimes we you know we clash uh but i have amazing parents from from the word go so my you know my how can i call it my standing up to authority me creating all those groups me bearing me being very rebellious doesn't come from my parents not listening to me it's just that um that's that feeling of uh you know wanting to uh leave legacies wanting to have a name i think it came from from those things yes Mm. you know Onakaku Wachajina, Koa Music Festival, uh, you know, all those, all those things, you know, those, the things that really drive us yes. to, to do crazy things. Those were the things that were really, really uh, driving me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let, let's bring in Vanessa a little bit. And, and Vanessa, I'm more curious to know. Because what I'm getting, like for you, you you knew what you like. You said you're analytical. You knew what you wanted. You knew what would work for you. So you've you've done this form four. You've done well. What next?
2: So after form four, I I had a very entrepreneurial spirit. Because even in high school, I was you know selling stuff. I was selling biscuits. I would wait until the end of the term when People are dry, and then I would hike my prices. <laughs> 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 yeah. So after Form Four, um, I started doing some design work here and there to earn a little cash, just a side hustle, and I'd also work part time for my for my parents. So we would at least we would get paid. Yeah, and I'd have some cash.
0: Wait you used to work for your parents and your parents pay you
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome that's
0: very awesome they didn't like okay uh, yeah, keep cause going
2: <laughs> <laughs> cuz my mom had a, my mom had a business so we would i would go there and just do some you know some secretary work just you know excels excel sheet putting things in the excel sheet things like that not hard work so we would go there, we'd do such kind of work, and then we, they'd pay us. Yeah, so I was busy. I was very busy. I was, like, already working. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, then came time to choose our courses, where you want to go for university. Uh, so this was a very difficult time because people were putting a lot of pressure. What What have you decided? What will you do? You know, you have to do something, you know, something you know, the way they, the, with a big name, you have mm. to do something with a big name. So I looked at what I was good at. So I saw in high school, I was very good at maths. I was going for contests. So I, I decided that's what I would do. Then there's a friend of mine who was, who's, who had told me that he would do computer science. So I was curious, what what is that? So I also decided, it's, uh, it's something I can choose. So while I was choosing, I, had, I, I, chose, I chose maths and computer science. And luckily, that's what I was called to do at the university. Yeah, so that's what I ended up doing. Mm. Uh, yes.
0: So this is, um, so you, 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 one, you develop an interest in design, but you end up <coughs> choosing a big name. <laughs> Computer science <laughs> and yeah. mathematics. Yeah. Uh, this is Jacob, right? Yes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How was your experience?
2: Well, I have prefect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prefect. Uh-huh. And, uh, so in camp, so we go to campus and we, you know, we start going for classes and you know you start making friends. And I was still, I was still doing my own, my design work still at this, at this, on the site and getting some uh, some some cash but okay w- even my friends could tell that's not what i wanted to do because i had a lot of second thoughts as first year and second year but i just decided let me finish mm. let me just because even if i have second thoughts i'm really i'm really not decided what exactly i want to do so i just decided to finish and i just stuck with it okay yeah but it, it it was an it was a good experience uh you definitely you know doing maths doing computer science it opened up some you know ideas in my head yeah it was it was it was a good experience okay
0: okay so um you do computer science at the same time how are you balancing computer science with your side hustle of design thi- uh, look i was thinking design thinking design <laughs>
2: It wasn't hard because we didn't have classes all the time. We we had maybe one class a day. Computer science? Yeah. I mean, you know, public public universities, they are not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have one or two classes a day. So if you have a class in the morning, then the whole afternoon you're free. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I, w- so I would be able to balance it. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't really hard had a lot of free time
0: and 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 your design work you were you were doing for you're doing it as a freelance or at, w- at this point how are you
2: yeah because this time I was I was making handmade cards so for birthdays we wha- want for birthdays for success cards for Valentine's so I would I would just do it mm.
0: yeah okay okay Um. A challenge uh, that so how were you getting your clients
2: most of my clients were through just word of mouth because what? if somebody sees you know if somebody if you if somebody gives somebody the card and they like it they also want they also want it to gift somebody else yeah yeah so mostly it was word of mouth
0: so basically had built a <laughs> product market fit <laughs>
2: yeah but i i can't say it was that big it <laughs> wasn't actually that that big Because it was just what I could handle. Okay. Uh, Yeah. It wasn't that big. Plus, Mm -hmm. at the same time, it wasn't the only thing I was doing. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I was doing... uh, I had another business. (laughs) 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 That was for team building. Uh But that was mostly on the weekends. So, we do a lot of team building work. Yeah. So... That's what I would do during the weekend. So they were kind of just doing them together. Mm. Yeah.
0: So you were. Wait. So you were you were studying.
3: Yeah.
0: You had your freelance entrepreneurial venture, which was in design. Mm. Then you had was it a job uh, as as a team? Can you can you talk to us a bit about that?
2: It wasn't it wasn't a job job because it was it, I was working in partnership with with uh, with a cousin of mine and we so so mostly whenever there was work he would call me and we would go and do it yeah plus also the, uh, we would rent out the the team things for team building and for games mm-hmm. and like the bouncing castles and things like that so i would we would go and do that. Okay. But that was mostly on the weekends, Saturdays or Sundays.
0: So that, so that's something you are doing as a side just to, add, to earn more revenue? Yeah. Okay, rather income.
3: Income,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's impressive. So this entrepreneurial spirit, you've, it's basically something that kept you going, kept you <coughs> going, kept you going. Yeah. And I want to bring Nena in this. Um, so you've done your phone four finally. What? what next? What happens?
1: Thank you. So, um, <clears throat> when I did my my form four, I was I, I didn't pass, um, and uh, I was I was a creative. Mm. You know, I used to love um, writing, creative writing, and when I was growing up, my dad used to come with um, newspaper, Kilagioni. and um, he used to not force us, but he used to make us go through the newspaper. And I used to ask him, you know, is he Ninini, you know, is he being the adverts on the newspaper? And uh, <laughs> I think from that point I really got fascinated on how, you know, my dad used to tell me he need to advert near KCB. KCB one on customers. Wow, you know, you know, you get very curious. So I I grew up with that um Desire for advertising, and then in in high school I was um, I was good in languages, you know, but not good in uh, all the other the other, um, the other subjects. So when I finished my form four, I didn't get a grade to to go to university. So I called my you know my dad called my cousin, my elder cousin, and uh, he's called Kemani. He asked him uh, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know my my cousin said there's a there's a very good school an art school called uh, uh, we 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 checked out three schools one was um, Evelyn College in Lovington. then there was Bifa in Buruburu and then there was Shangtao here up um Hazina Towers so we. We went to all of them, and then I settled on uh, Shangtao Media Arts College. And that's where, um, you know, I, I became, you know, my seriousness in life started to, to develop. In Shangtao, we, uh, we didn't have exams and we didn't have a graduation. So it's, it's like you're working, but you're in school. You know, no one cares. Um, about your, you know, whether you do your, whether you study or not. So, and every Friday we used to have projects and those projects, um, they are online, they are system-based, so you log in with your details, uh, you do your your project and then submit by a particular time. Uh, Let's say the time is 3.30, when 3.30 comes, the system closes for everyone. So whether you're finished or not, you know, it, it, submits. it submits to to the people who are marking or uh, viewing. So that really gave me a lot of, you know, discipline. That uh, I'm not here for my parents. I'm not here for, any, for the teachers. I'm here for, for myself. And that is how, uh, that was my next, you know, what was next after high school. Then I had three businesses.
0: During um, Shangtao moment? Yes.
1: I had three businesses. Most people, uh, if you go to Isili, most people know me as a chicken farmer. <laughs> then we used to distribute peanut butter from Babadogo. There was a, um, there was a guy from Babadogo who was uh, processing peanut butter and the peanut butter, you know, needs and yasizzi kukuchini, so it was really good. So, dukaza zisili zilikuona sana. So, with my friend Colin Bogua, my neighbor, we started distributing that peanut butter in Isili, and uh, in, in Kino. we had we had friends from Kino. and then we had kiwanja gikomba. Kinora. We kiwanja with my friend uh, called Chalo. Chalo is now in Safaricom. And my friend called uh, Mesha Komega. Mesha Komega is now the assistant county commissioner of Kajiado County from Gikomba. Mm. Um, so the three of us have very interesting stories, you know, you know the life in Gikomba. It was really awesome. We had bell. lot Kiwanja, around 30,000 Alafu Unafungwa bell asubui nandie upate bell mzuri uh, tu kote five thirty asubui so tu kote around round satisa sakumi then we go we just pick a mat to gikomba five thirty to go gigosh to Nafungwa bell then by by noon we are done and then wakitoa uh, gikomba for me ni kwetu chakula za kuku and a nazo uh, home and uh, you know used to take care of the of the chicken and and then I was alafsa I to distribute peanut butter so that's how my day I had divided my day from 5:30 to noon gikomba uh, then I get home around at around 2 I rest for 1 hour then from 3 to 5 or 6 I take care of the chickens, and then uh, from 7.30, we distribute the, the peanut butters. So that's, that was my life after high school. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of partying, you know, a lot of um, doing things uh, you wished you, you never did, but uh, that is life.
0: <laughs> they made you who you are today. Yes. <clears throat> Real curious, uh, why was it important for you to all these three business
1: at at that point it was it was because of the money Um, you know the adrenaline for making you know a lot of cash and uh, and somehow I think I have a passion for poultry farming Yes, I used to love my chicken. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh the women all corners zipiga because ni kwana feed vizuri sana. Maomena, you know they they used to be big and kienyeji and then you know people used to trust me that you know they I don't put uh things I should not put in their foods just to grow them. Yes, actually nikieka nikieka same post ya na uzakuku zilikuwa zinaisha na wiki moja. Mm. Eh uh, point. the women used to you know, come before I put the signpost and tell me Niangu. <laughs> yeah Brown nyangu use. You <laughs> know, Noi Pesa. And I was I was like I was like awesome. This is so awesome. Uh-huh. And uh yes. That's quite interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> and you see like both of you you have more or less a similar story. Vanessa was doing two businesses. No, you were yes, two businesses, right? and and back in high school you were selling biscuits and you were playing with the law of demand and supply. <laughs> uh, and also knowing when people um you know towards the end at pesa ya canteen. Okay. The next section is the core part of the story. It's interesting how a night of, you know, things not working your way is also the birth of a business. Let's see how this all happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh Thank you. <coughs> so, ORAC... <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, ORAC <coughs> branding... It it has to... I usually tell people, you know, my... The ORAC branding story is connected to my salvation story. Because in 2015, I got saved. Uh, I remember in... Uh, one time, my cousin found me in town, and took one to K1 kurev. <clears throat> but now, K1, K1, kija a big kama una gari, ningumu kuingia. When you're on foot, it's very hard to, to get in. And my friends had already uh, got there. So I called my friend, he's called Kimiti. I uh, hope he, he gets to listen to this. Uh, I called Kimiti, he called me, where <laughs> So I was stressed. I was in town, stressed, wondering, "Sisiro home, lazima ni rev, nakini sisi rev peke yangu." So I need to archives. Kasumama archives. A friend of mine called Elias. Akapita. He plays volleyball. Akapita. At what time is this? M- That's around 9 p.m. Mm. Uh, Elias akapita to kala kupiga ma story while we were talking my cousin akatupatapo unafanya you know i just told her the truth you know in to rave but you know then she told me to go to church i was like oh شلون to church <laughs> <laughs> uh and and she really begged me you know she told me uh twende church then I told her, no, I cannot go to church. Then she gave me a deal. She, she's an entrepreneur as well. So she gave me a deal. I can church. I was like, awesome. <laughs> so she took me to Jubilee Christian church, Parklands. And... Uh, me not being a church person, the only thing I liked that night about the church was the music. You know, I thought the music was well done by the church. So, na yu story kisha apa kutokaenda rave na yu kaisha. Eight months later, I woke up one Sunday morning and told my mom I want to go to church. I thought Kwanzaa church. My mom was happy, and then, and then I told her, you know, kuna church Karoli nipeleka so she gave me the directions and then i started going to to that church it's in parklands uh, then I, I used to go i used to go second service uh, because to quote to rave tunakuja tunalala tunamka 11 i 12 to church for your school of wisdom and then uh, i did that for one and a half years and then one one sunday the pastor who preaches a uh, second service akasema next sunday akutakuwa na second service because we have a sports day for the church it's called pastor david so me i was in a dilemma so next sunday ni church ama rev church ama rev nikijua akuna second service but something in me uh, told me, just go to church, you know, end of our service for the first time. So I went for the for the first service, balcony, and uh, Reverend Kathy Kuna was preaching that day. She was preaching about Jacob and how Jacob was a liar, connival. I'll, I'll never forget that word, conniver, <laughs> conniving Joseph. You know, she preached and preached and preached, and I was like, Man, it's like she's only preaching to me in this whole church. I felt like I was the only person in that church. You know, I felt like it was a one-on-one conversation. And then uh, I A preaching. She gave the bishop to call the altar call. You know, if you're here and you don't know Jesus. And I was like, by this Jesus. You know, run to the altar. Hey, so I ran to the altar. and uh, Literally running. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I felt I think that message was was for me. And uh, so I ran to the altar, Niko Koka and then. So now, uh, two weeks later, uh, how do I how do I activate my passion for advertising? You know, it's you know, it's through maybe, uh, you know, creating a brand uh, that does advertising, so I went home. I told my dad I want to start a company, and uh, you know he thought I'm crazy. So I went to Huduma Center. Huduma Center, you need to come back with uh, three names, and uh, we see we see Nigani is available Seos kuni kyo I have, this, I have this habit of flipping names. You know, any name I see, I just flip it or initialize <laughs> it. I mean, it's just a weird habit. So on that day, I remembered how my cousin Karo had, had been very influential to my life. You know, me changing my life. And then I flipped her name, Karo, to Orak. You know, when you read, when you read Orak from, uh, from Nini. From the sea. Uh, from the scene Kar uh, so uh, you know I tell people that story they some people laugh, some people feel inspired you know they tell me you know Karo is you Does Kar know this? Uh, she doesn't know uh, but she you know we we talk I think she's my favorite cousin, you know we talk a lot. Every time I feel I'm down, every time I feel heartbroken, you know, I call her, uh, she's older than I. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot. Yes, she really uh, puts me in line. Yes, she tells me why you're doing this, you know, on a G-west, with hizo. So that is that is how Oracle Branding uh, started. It was registered, you know, when I, when I went with the name ORAC Branding, they took it as the first one so i created the uh, social media pages i created uh, started printing stickers to nilikuwa na na ingia mat kama inawatu. watu nilikuwa nakuja mm-hmm. hapa tao stage kama mata zina watu na ingeana stikisha a6 a6 sticker nikadogo nika nikadogo but kakubwa kanawezaonekana so niko na zistiki huko pale duile duisha pale ju is our branding, you know, and uh, at that moment, you know, I look, at, I look back to those moments, I was like, eh, and yeah, I was, uh, I was really determined, uh, you know, those were big risks I was taking. But for me, I was like, this is a medium for advertising for me, you know, whatever it takes. polisi I don't care. But I uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that,
0: that's quite an interesting story, don't you think, Vanessa? Yeah, it's very
2: <laughs> interesting.
0: <laughs> I'm curious to know. Um, so Caro takes you to church.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: She, she holds the end of the bag and you guys go clubbing mm-hmm. uh, or raving afterwards. Then, boof, disappeared. Mm-hmm. What happened eight months later?
1: <laughs> um, uh, wow. I think one ni kuchoka. Raving. Yeah. I think uzuri, uzuri wa kuwanza kurevu kiwa mdogo, by the time you're 22, 23, umechoka. I mean, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yes. Yeah, so, um, one ni kuchoka, two ni how you know, how my friends, um, you know, the relationships I had, zili zinaenda. Skuizi mo watu, one of the key things in your life your relationships and your environment. And another time, I looked at my relationships, you know, the people you we are raving with, you know, both uh, the guys and the chicks. Ni kwa life zao, aziendi poa, na zingine zisha haribika. Nanika jambya, you know, I'm only a fool to think I will get different results. So I decided, um, I think I need to change my life, you know. And what what are the steps for me to to change my life? You know, I need to start going to church. Maybe, um, you know, I looked at my cousin Karo, how she was doing. She has a very nice business. You know, she goes to church and Mingi, you know I, s- I, s- I started comparing and then now from there I, I decided eh, hey, I need to start going to church even if I rave I need to at least complement it <laughs> uh, with uh, some some nice environment let me see what I can get out of church mm-hmm. yes and then and then now I think for me that is that is what happened eight months later okay yes
0: F- Actually, that was quite interesting, and 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 when you said that, because what I saw is like you're bargaining.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, for lack of a better word, it's like you're bargaining God, and you know, like <laughs> I'll give God this much, then I'll give, you know, like you know, my 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 my, my joy, which was at that point, raving, was giving you that. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, you had to make you 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 were faced with a tough decision. Yes, do you go to church? Or Do you go cl- uh, clubbing <laughs> uh-huh. and miss that uh-huh. moment? That, that's quite interesting. <laughs> that's quite an interesting journey, <laughs> Vanessa. Yeah. How did you, now you've cleared? You've cleared university. You have your degree in mathematics and computer science. How does someone with a computer science degree end up drawing, designing? When you went back and, and because like this was your passion, when you went back home and you it seems like you used to have lots of uh, discussion with your, with, your, with your mom. When you tell your mom, I think this is where, what well, is the direction I want to go. How did that conversation go? Paying attention that she paid four years
2: of school fees. <laughs> <laughs> so when we finished, uh, when we finished, finished like in April. So the next step is definitely to get a job. So you start applying, you start applying, you're called for interviews. They ask you, where do you want to be in five years? <laughs> 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 so they ask all these sorts of questions. So during that time, I would, you know, analyze myself. Even, even as I was writing my CV, I would just look at it and, you know, I would ask myself, where do I want to be? Or what do I want to do? And you know, I also had this—I I had this desire to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to really do business. And you know, so uh, sorry, so be doing a job, uh, being employed, you know, it might take. Plus, it was also hard to get a job. It was also a bit tricky. You know, uh, you'd go for so many interviews. And you'd see every time you're getting closer, you're getting closer to be called. Mm-hmm. You're going to this. One, this is the one, but and then they go, they go dark. You you don't get called. So the so also waiting was hard. I was finding it hard to wait. I was like, okay, now I'm waiting. Okay, this year is going to end. We are the graduation day is going to come, and I wouldn't have gotten a job. I wouldn't have started working my friends are some some of my friends already started to work they had gotten internships and then also the internships they weren't being so well and you know some my friends would tell me you know the amount that they are being paid you know some 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 they weren't even paying so i was like okay so you're going to do that for maybe uh, six months then you look for another job or you look for another internship. So <laughs> I just so it's going to be a, a cycle. Mm. And you know, I had I have I've always had this mindset of, you know, employment is just it's not for me. So that's when I started to think about what what can I do? Can I take this design thing to become you know a, a business, a real business? Can I do that? So uh, so as I was just talking with. People and you know listening to some ideas. That's when I, I got the idea to you know just teach myself design fully like become a designer completely with you know the skills uh, using the Adobe uh, the Adobe packages, the Adobe software. So that's when I started teaching myself how to do it. so I, I, was, I was on YouTube watching the videos. How graphic designers you know they design. How is a logo designed, and all these things. So I just started doing it. Even at, even as I was still applying, I was still, I was still very much applying, applying. Then at at one day, I just decided I'm not going to apply anymore. I had I had gotten an internship. I had gotten an internship, but uh, okay, they did. The day they called me, I was on another job. We had taken another job to do some survey work so <laughs> we had gone to just do survey for like a week so we were asking those people some questions and things like that so they called me and told me can you can you come tomorrow I was like I'm not even in Nairobi maybe I start Monday they were like mm, Monday maybe 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 you come in October because now they said now the month will have already started so just let's just do the next month so I was like, okay. Then came October. They were like, come for another interview. I was like, why? Why are we doing another interview? I had already done an interview. <laughs> I had passed. So we did the interview, and uh, so and then they, they they sort of went dark now after that. And I was like, so what? What has happened? Are they going to call us? Should Should I? Should I? Should I write an email? Should I ask? <laughs> then one day I just woke up and I said, I'm not going to apply anymore. I'm done applying for these jobs. Because, you know, I was asking myself, so I'll apply, yes, I'll get it, it's three months, or six months, then you apply again, and it was it's so hard to get like a permanent job. And even the people who were doing interviews with when you listen to them, they say, you know, I've been out one year, I've been out two years, and they are looking for internships. So I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, "This is not for me. I don't want that cycle." Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided. I decided. Let me just go. Let me just put my my two feet inside. Let me do design, and that's what I will do. Mm-hmm. I'll do everything it takes. So uh, that's when. So my mom was was. My mom agreed because she also said, "You know, employee. She was. She's a business person." So, so she also wanted me to do business. Uh, so she got in touch with Monene and, you know, asked him for a meeting. And Monene said, "Okay, let we can meet." So because we were going to the same church with Monene mm-hmm. and we were in the same, there's a forum called Business Forum. Or it's a forum for Christian business and business people. And so we we met with Monene after the forum, and we we talked and he he loved he loved my my story that i was teaching myself and i was very committed to doing this yeah, so he said that he would get in touch when he was ready. Yeah. So me, in the meantime, he so that time he actually asked, "So can I see your portfolio? What have you done?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll send you my portfolio." But in my head, I knew, "Oh my God, I haven't, I haven't put together my stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if if they are good enough or if they are if they if they are any good." So. I just went home and I, I continued practicing and now practicing as I put together my portfolio, actually doing now real work, mm. you know, putting together my portfolio. Then I also got a few clients. Uh, just, you know, just, you know, sometimes you go somewhere and then you say, I'm, just, I'm a designer, I'm a graphic designer. Then I was like, so you can do for me a logo? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can do for you a logo. Mm-hmm. So I just do a logo for somebody so i did uh i did a few logos i did a few posters then so i put together my portfolio and you know i was i was learning a lot i was i was i was like waking up really early and just getting on youtube and you know listening to i was i was i was so committed i was i was listening to so many things and you know you can really learn fast i'm i'm also a very fast learner so i really learned a lot and now, uh, the next year, that's when Monene, you know, contacted me, and was like, "So, can we meet? Can we meet? Uh, we can, we can meet. We can talk. We can see. You send me your portfolio. Let me see it." And this time, I was ready. <laughs> very ready. <laughs> I was very ready. I was very ready because even <coughs> um, even after we had talked with Monene, I had given myself some time, and I had said, "Now." Uh, by this time now, I'm even going to start looking for internships for design so that at least I can learn a bit on the job and maybe now an afterwards go on my own. So so when he called me, I was very ready. I had done a lot of work. I knew my staff and he was very impressed. So we just started immediately. So we started and so far the journey has been amazing and... Um, Uh, the fact that, you know, we are working together, we are, we are growing together. So uh, even I I don't think at the moment, I'm not uh, thinking of going on my own. I'm just thinking of going with ORAC, growing with ORAC. Uh, Because you don't, you don't, not everybody has to build a business. Sometimes you you build your own business. Sometimes you can join somebody and build, build the business together. And that's still okay. So, yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's really awesome. I think the most important thing is when you get someone who you share the same vision
2: yeah.
0: and, like, you can align your values with, then yeah. it becomes easier. Yes. How was the interview process like with Munene?
2: <laughs> Assume he's it it not here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, <coughs> it wasn't bad yeah. because, you know, at this point you had gone for so many interviews, so you knew the questions you would be asked, you know, you knew what they, what they wanted to ask last the fact that i had read a lot on on design i had read about you know i had also read a lot about entrepreneurship and Mm. you know business how how do you deal with customers and Mm. things like that and those are the questions he was also asking about Mm. how do you deal with customers because you know like in when you're, when you're a designer, there are so many objections because customers are, are asking, why have you chosen this color? I don't like that color. Mm. And you have to work with this customer and convince them this is the best color for your brand. So knowing how to handle customers is, is really important. So he was really focusing on that. And I believe I, I gave a good answer. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was, he was really impressed. He said he was impressed. That's,
0: yeah. So that's you, 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 you agree with the yes, story. I,
1: I agree with the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
0: was, he was a tough one. He brought the GSU for personality. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so now you've uh, you've joined Oracle.
2: Yeah,
0: what does Oracle do exactly? Any of you.
2: So Orac is as the name says it's a branding company. So we do branding and we do you know, branding also has so many different sectors. There are there's so many things under branding. Um there's a little bit of, you know, marketing because when we talk about brand awareness, you know, you have to market your brand. Then there's also, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, PR, you know, What's your bra- how what, what are people seeing? What are people saying about your brand? So there's that the social per- perception of your brand. So we do things like that. So mostly we work with companies, help them to come up with their brand. And when we, when we say brand, it's it's not just the colors or the logo. It's it's what image are we putting out there for your company? Mm. What do you want to be known for? What do you do? How do you do it what's your promise for for your customers so we help people to you know come up with that
3: mm-hmm.
2: because it's 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 strategy it's, it's a strategic move people ha- you, there's a lot of thinking and analytics that goes into that mm-hmm. yeah because when you when you when you settle on a logo why have you settled on that logo where are you going to put it mm-hmm. where are you going to use it so there's a lot of things that that goes into that so we help people to come up with such things such strategies to to build not just to build a business but to build a brand Mm -hmm. because when we talk about a brand you know you've even brought your customers and the public into it and they know this is what you're about this is the feeling we get when we use your products Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. all that
0: that's great so it's (coughs) more than like you said it's more than just the colors, it's more than the logo. Yeah. It's the feeling that a customer or someone, a public associates, uh,
1: uh,
0: you know, like when they see your logo, that's what they feel, so it's more than that.
1: Yes, Yes. basically it's, uh, (coughs) you know, just in a nutshell of what she has has said, Mm -hmm. it's a reputation and communicating that reputation. Mm. [3] And uh, you you find a category of businesses um, Either they don't have a reputation or some have a reputation but they don't communicate it so those two are in the same category Mm. if you have a reputation and you are not communicating it no one knows about it and uh, as well as if you don't have a a reputation at all as well no no one uh, no one would know about it Mm. so you create a reputation and you communicate yes
0: that's that's quite impressive and um, so we, we've we've spoken for f- so you guys serve uh businesses, and I see your mission is to support hundred and fifty thousand in how long is this money
1: <laughs> oh, the 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 uh, duration yeah we are looking at uh between now and eight years eight seven years. to eight years okay yes, but um we we do not um we do not uh, specifically want to set, you know, we do not want to focus on the deadline mm-hmm. that it's seven eight years. Our goal is to make sure that, uh, you know, when we, when Vanessa and I are not in orac and other peoples are other people are leading it, their mission will still be to reach and help one hundred and fifty thousand MSMEs mm-hmm. in creating in uh, eliminating. Uh, marketing constraints if we get to achieve that between now and seven years the next lot of leadership will say uh, we want to reach another 150,000 or because because now uh, Vanessa and Monene have created uh, technologies you know have brought in technologies they have set the leadership very well the company is now very big and they were able to achieve Hundred and fifty thousand in seven years. Then us as the new lot, I think we can do three hundred thousand in five years, mm-hmm. because of the support we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm, for sure. So basically, that is our is our goal. Okay. Hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. between now and uh, seven years.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's quite <laughs> yeah. uh, descriptive of what is and what you guys are doing. This particular episode was very interesting and intriguing and, and and I must say it was such a learning experience for me. My guest shared some interesting ways in which you can position your brand, how to market it and, and, and how to get a return on investment for your branding. Why not grab a pen and paper and my guest will share with you some of the insights to promote your brand.
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, our first process is always our what we call our discovery session this is when we sit with the business owner and mostly we just want to deal with the decision makers of the business so we sit down with them and we ask them a few questions about their business you know what are their goals and their objectives what do they want to achieve in the future so this is the part where we come up with, if you don't already have, or, you know, if you want to improve your company mission and vision mm. and the values of your company, we come up with that. Uh, we also, you can even review the one that you have, we what, where wait, it's not correct, My where it's not, you know, really reading into your purpose, your brand's purpose and your brand's promise. So we come up with that then we get to know well, who you, who are your audience? Who are you, who are, what is your product? Who is your product for? Who are you serving? And you know, why are you serving them? What value are you offering? you know Just apart from, if, if I'm being sold this water, I'm not just buying it for the water. If you are a brand, you're not just selling the water. You're selling more than the water. Mm. What is coming with it? For example, you see when you buy a Coke, it's just that feeling, you know. Even when they are talking about Coke, they are just selling the, you know, you are together with your family, you are celebrating, you are enjoying life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they are selling with the Coke. So that that's what we want to come up with with your product. What are you? What what else are you selling? The value, mm-hmm. the experience, the, the experience that you get with the brand. So we come up with that. Then after that, we we get to know. You know how can we describe your business? You know, like the way you're asking us when when you see the swoosh, what what comes to mind? Mm-hmm. So we, we we come to we 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 do that. We define that what we want people to think of as of your business as. So we come up with that. We can just come. We can just throw throw around some adje- adjectives for your business. Maybe you you know you want to be a co- community-based. Maybe you want to be seen very professional, such things, mm-hmm. and these are the things that now we bring in when creating your brand identity. And now for the brand identity, now is the logo. When well, now you are creating your logo, mm-hmm. because uh, the the logo and the colors, you no know, different colors have different meanings and they are perceived differently. So if 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 you're uh, if you're for, for example a food company, you know there are some colors which are good for food companies and also what are your competitors doing uh, so this is also competitor research what are com- other people doing so that either you you know you you do something similar you know if you do similar you'll blend in or if you or if you want to be different you know some businesses just want to be different they want to be seen as you know innovative and dynamic so then, if people are using red, you you come and use a different color like green, you know, to just stand out. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do in brand identity, just so that people, so that when people say, you know, it looks like this and like this and like this, you're able to say that is this company mm-hmm. building your identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when building your identity, there's so many things that we have to consider. You know, what <coughs> your product. Or your service? What are you online? Are you offline? Who are you serving? Is it a young generation and old generation? You know, because you know you have to put that into you have to account for that.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. So we we do that. Then um, we build your logo. If if your logo is is supposed to be, you know, the, the different companies have different ways, but now, f- of course, this time people are going online, so you also want to be online. So simplicity is very key. So you find some companies with, with very complex logos that even printing it on a T-shirt is hard or even putting it on social media you, can't be seen because just, it just blends in and, you know, gets hidden in there. So you have to put it really simple. In a way that stands out, mm. yeah. So we do a lot of that. We do your identity, yeah. Then now, uh, the next part is after we've done your identity, the you know the training. You have to know how to use how how do you maintain your brand? Because now we've done we've gone through all this, we've we've discovered your brand, we've defined it, we've created your brand identity, but now putting it into action for the long run and staying on brand because you will find some some of your employees they they don't know what your brand is They're, they they have no idea what, what is your mission they don't have an idea so yeah. you have to train them on how to stay on brand always with how even how they talk you know must stay on brand yeah. how the words you use have to stay on <coughs> brand yeah. So it's it's a whole process. Uh, branding is a is a journey. We say it's a mm. journey. It mm. is, we don't brand you one day and then we <laughs> let go of you mm-hmm. to go and do it by yourself. It, it's a process. It's a continuous process. You bu- If you are building a brand, you have to give yourself, you know, many years. Okay. Some years. Yeah.
0: So. um. I, and I, OK, just 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 a note when you say something like five years, it means startups should not really focus. On their brand, at the moment they should focus maybe on their products, customers, and services, or or they can do both at the same time.
1: They you have to do both okay at the same time, and uh, you know, and you know. Thank you, Vanessa, for the insights on uh, brand identity. So, when you when you when you're done with uh, brand identity, brand discovery, now it's time to promote your your brand and uh i think uh, this is where now you know this is like the teenage years of a brand where like for us we classify branding into three Mm -hmm. the first one is digital branding the second one is experiential branding and the third one is promotional branding digital branding has um, things like uh, web designing your website um, creating social media channels uh putting out content doing graphics animations uh podcasts like you're doing so that goes into you know google advertising as well that is what digital branding has from uh, experiential branding is basically creating a touch point between between your brand and its customers Mm. and uh For the longest time, experiential branding for small businesses has been rocket science because it needs very high budgets. You know, you big companies spend over 30 million shillings to do one experiential campaign because of the licenses Zakanjo, can you know, paying models, you know, there's a lot of cost that goes into experiential branding. But right now we are Teaching brands, especially startups, on how you can do your own experiential branding in a very small way, where if you have your ten thousand, if you have your fifty thousand, you can actually say, "I will do an activation to to this particular target audience." This is how I'll set up my location for me not to incur costs, the county, and. Um, and, and then now I'll ma- I will maximize that experience by capturing it and sharing it on social media. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then our promotional branding is your promotional items. We have, it, we have promotional items and then we have um, TV, we have billboards, we have transit advertising, we have the newspaper. So if it's uh, promotional items, you have carrier bags, we have shirts like this, we have bags, and these days what we are telling businesses is that uh, promotional items are, are about choice. You know, either, either choice, you either allow your audience to choose the promotional item, or you really understand your target market very well, that you can give them an ideal promotional item. For example, you cannot, if your, if your target market is women, um, giving them, Notebooks might not be very ideal, but giving them carrier bags that are branded by your logo might be very ideal. You know because you know they shop a lot. Uh, if you're if you're doing a conference and it's full of creatives, um, giving them what giving them T-shirts is not ideal. Giving them branded flash disks they will never forget you. You know, because that is something they use on a daily basis. So if you're a brand out there, uh, make your promotional item about choice or r- really understanding your your target market. So basically those, um, I'll give an example, which I saw on Gigiri. Uh, and uh, if if the brand manager of, of that brand is listening, I hope, uh, you know, they consider changing. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mention the brand. So one Saturday morning, I was, I used to live along Igiri. So I was coming to town and uh, there was a new petrol station being launched. And then there were, there were models along the street. That was awesome. There were, they were, they were, I saw models also co- co-petrol station. Again, that was awesome. But now where they missed it is um, they were giving out flyers to drivers you know, that we are open and and all that. And in my head, I was like, this is so wrong, you know. Um, First of all, the location, Gigiri. Um, You do not give people of Gigiri flyers, you know, whether they are coming from Ruaka or wherever, you know, that route, giving them flyers, Sea of Izuri. Two, you're targeting drivers people who are either on the cars or people who are hired to drive the cars. So in my head, I was if I was running this campaign, my ideal promotional item for that day would have been a very nice uh, towel branded that, you know, the name of the petrol station, because uh, we know so many drivers have a problem with uh, their windscreen getting dirty so uh, the day you're launching your brand, if you give out towels to all the drivers passing there between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m., they will never forget you. Because every time they're in trouble, they, they take <laughs> your towel and they... Mm. But for the flyer, that makes a lot of sense. So um, we have to change how we look at... Uh, our audiences, we have to change you know, so many things. So that is how you put out your, your, your brand after you've discovered it, mm-hmm. after you've uh, laid out its identity. Now you promote it using digital branding, experiential branding and promotional branding. Mm-hmm. And usually advise if you're running a campaign and you want to segment your budget, usually advise 50% to go to digital branding 30% to go to experiential, 20% to go to promotional. Hmm. Yes.
0: Oh, that's that's really something. I, I actually not think of it from the angle of when this person will take the towel, they'll see your brand. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's like remembering, <laughs> I need to fuel <laughs> this place <PS1 laughs> one more time, you know. Uh-huh.
1: And, 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 and the key thing is not even them remem- remembering about your brand, it's them uh, seeing what that towel does for them every day mm. for their windscreen, they don't have to use gazeti kupanguza mm-hmm. kupanguza dirisha. Now they have a brand which gave them towels to do that. To do that,
0: so they took care of their one of their problems.
1: Yes, yeah. and then now they will never forget you in terms of mm. now they them coming to fuel at your station.
0: You care about us. Yes. Mm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, I'd like us to, I'd like you guys to talk to us a little bit about identifying the audience. Because I think, like you said, um, people at Gigiri or people using the Limur Road, especially around the Gigiri area, mm-hmm. flyers may not work. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, I want you to advise us in terms of how do you now go. Narrow down your audience and understand them. How do you do that research? Do you have some tips you can Um, share?
1: (laughs) My the first thing that comes in mind is uh, the age groups marketing. Then, the age groups marketing we have uh, the silent generation. Those are our great grandparents for most of us. Then we have the. Gener- the baby uh, baby boomers, those are mostly our grandparents. Then we have generation X. Those are mostly our parents. like my, I think my mom and my dad are generation X. Mm. Then we have uh, millennials, Aonisisi, you know and people don't like us. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, I usually tell myself, if, if you don't like minel- millennials, what will, you, what will you have, what feeling will you have for generation, <laughs> you know, Z. generation Z? Mm-hmm. And then we have generation Z. Uh, that is the first segmentation of audience. Uh, like uh, uh, the silent generation, they are motivated by brand loyalty and the benefits of your brand like my great grandparent right now at a jipakele mafutakunajipakaki wa thirty years. Saywezi mombia ati kunanivia you know a juyo they're also influenced by their opinion shapers. The opinion shapers being my 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 parent. You know my, my parent is an opinion shaper to my great grandparent. Then we have um, the baby boomers. Uh, again, they are, you know, in the market, they are known to have uh, the most uh, value, spending value, because they are very wealthy, they are very comfortable right now, they own lands, they own property. So, right now, if you're, you know, those are the, they are known to have the largest uh, share of uh, spending in the market. So, again, they are motivated by, brand loyalty and the benefits, and they don't like they don't like marketing tactics that are uh, intrusive to their private lives. social media and they, they prefer talking to someone face to face. You know they'd rather wait for a meeting one week than you know talk kwa WhatsApp. Ati nifanye nifanye logo manage social media. No, they will wait for one week meet you face to face, tell them what social media is, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, then when they are giving you the check, they have to meet you face to face again. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Now the generation X, uh, was as you emails, mm-hmm. emails really work. And then, uh, they are said to, they consider shopping lists very much, uh, they are, they like budgeting. Then again, they, they grew up without the digital uh, age, but they still appreciate it. So they appreciate both uh, going to the store and shopping online. Then there's a uh, millennial, Sisi. Sisi, we are motivated by reviews, we are motivated by, you know, kinyozi, Instagram, Otaakuenda. You know, I could deliver your Kuna naivas kwa mlango yako. So basically, those are millennials. And, and the key thing about millennials is you have to give a new approach to a solution every time. Mm. That's why we have, imoka kuna iPhone 11, next year kuna iPhone 12. Ayo ni millennials wana targetiwa. Because millennials akikana ana kitu moja, kuboeka but if I have my, my phone is come on 12 I, I love the common on series but kuna come on 16 I feel like I'm burning <laughs> you know <laughs> like I need to lay my hands on the come on 16. Mm. and that is a strategy um the the the, the mobile industry has really mastered yes. yes you know they'd rather they'd rather improve one thing one is a two volume now say many come on 16. next year is a 17. <laughs> so if you're targeting millennials, the key thing is to uh, always be updating your your products and your services, and you know bring that hype into that update. Mm. Then we have um, our generation. Uh, like my brother is in the generation uh, Y, and Z. Uh, Z, Nizzi, Z, Generation Z, na wako. They are motivated by their opinion shapers, and they also love brands that uh, that motivate them. You know, brands that they see, zikona value koma future. You know, when they see people like KCB talking about Tujiajiri, you know, such thing, they they motivate that. Um, that generation, that audience, then from the age group marketing, you go to now the things like uh niche, mm-hmm. mass market uh, diversification, you know do you want to do you want to sell this water at ten shillings you know and move it in in larger quantities, and for that you you say who who are the people who can afford water for ten shillings? Where are they found? So you go to those particular places. Yes, who are the people can afford the same the same uh, water bottle at two hundred shillings? Where are they found? And uh, what do they like? You know, why would they buy this at two hundred shillings? I need to improve the packaging. I need to improve the messaging and then uh you know deliver it to them uh very conveniently yes so those are the uh on my um my my points on uh, how you can target your your people
0: so basically um what i'm getting is the first thing once you know once you know your user Mm -hmm. then you know the message you push to them yes so that's the first step yes and also like uh like vanessa said the moment you know your use and then you know how your logo looks like, mm-hmm. how much you look like, which colors to use. Because a millennial will not like the same colors that your great-great-grandparent <laughs> will definitely <laughs> appreciate. Yeah. yeah, but then I uh, what's this mafuta called? Remis. Remis. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm to is some new uh-huh. new brand that.
1: Yes, uno rebrand It's still the same. Still the same. The cow? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The cow, oh. the chupa. The chupa. When they like to change chupa, watu wamepoteza watu wengi sana. Yes.
0: Wow, interesting. Actually this this is quite insightful. So now we have our logo, we've targeted our audience. Then you've told us we need to to diversify our budget.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Digital, 50%, experiential, you're putting at 30%, and then promotional, 20%. Why more weight on digital? We can. Okay.
2: We're in the digital age, and everything now is going digital. So especially now with the corona, we've seen that digital is has really helped us because now businesses have been able to continue. So definitely uh, everybody now is on social media because now even there was this joke uh, about, you know, you're putting your you're putting your brand on a billboard, but people in the mat, they're, they're, on, <laughs> <Scrolling>. their phone, <laughs> they're on their phones scrolling. Nobody's looking at your billboard. So it's like just it's just it's just a matter of where are people where are you where are the people who you are targeting they mm. are on their phones they're working on their laptops they're on Facebook they're on Instagram so you have to go where they are
3: mm-hmm.
2: so it's that's why we are putting a lot of emphasis on digital because that's where people are right now
0: okay so digital so we yeah definitely we have a shift in in digital a lot. Uh, So if mm, for sure. Um,
1: (coughs) So basically, digital gives you engagement. Digital gives you visibility. Digital gives you engagement. It gives you visibility. (coughs) And it gives that aspect of on demand. Um, Someone can consume your content when they have time or when they feel like Yes, they don't have to pass through Mombasa Road to engage, to see your, your fridge on a billboard. They can see it while they are, you know, just chilling um, somewhere, you know, and you can find them where they want to be found. Mm. Some people want to be found on email. Some people want to be found on Instagram. Some people want to, f- to be found on Google. So you can find all these people right where they are found and people now now the the magic with with digital is now people can return the engagement people can comment people can ask how much mm-hmm. people can ask how much do you deliver mm-hmm. you know E bill season how much amount to deliver now how long uh-huh. yes and i cannot give feedback yeah uh, mm.
0: Okay, so the so the uh that's very true and I'm actually happy that you actually said it the way you said it <laughs> because like I think Vanessa put it quite clearly, people <laughs> your brand is on a billboard but everyone is looking at their phone <laughs> in a battery. <tattoo>. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the billboards are very expensive very. to put up one.
1: Yes. Mm. It's it's a hundred and thirty thousand mm. uh exclusive of VAT. Mm. Yes, so <coughs> and that is. You been, need a landlord, <laughs> Like for for example, hundred and thirty thousand. Okay. Uh, exclusive of uh, of VAT. Now that is that is everything. Okay. You know, umelipa ume umelipa landlord umelipa structure. Yes, but um, you know the shift has to happen very fast because we do, we do not understand why someone has a budget of 13 million shillings for outdoor advertising. And uh, if you ask them for 300 shillings to do a digital campaign, it becomes you know, very... Yes, yet if you list your benefits, the digital and the outdoor, yes, but we understand that most of these companies are run by Uh, Baby Boomers and Generation X, people who have not yet embraced um, digital, you Mm -hmm. know, putting 13 million shillings to do a digital campaign. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Give uh, give advice um, me and uh, my listener who do not have 13 million, Mm -hmm. how we then take our small startup and ensure it's in front of people mm-hmm. at the lowest cost possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to at least get one engagement, two mm-hmm. return on investment. And I think the third one will be retain clients or to retain loyalty.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's all inclusive of branding, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I'll mention a few, then Vanessa will continue. Okay. <coughs> a few strategies you can uh, take is one uh, have at least four social media channels. Because like we said, each channel plays a different role online. And uh, there are people who spend the most of their time on LinkedIn, people spend other people spend most of their time on Facebook. Mm. So each channel carries a niche audience. So having four channels, make sure that uh, you are reaching your audience, uh, right where they love to be found. The second thing is uh, create uh, Google My Business. And then uh, these days, Google My Business allows you to post videos and photos like a social media channel. And the good thing about that, it goes directly to Google and it has a call to action button. You know, that has been a game changer. You know, that that is a very good product from Google. Two small businesses. The third one is uh, paid advertising. That is where the ROI comes in. Um, if you want to get your ROI first, you know, for you know impatient uh, entrepreneurs uh, paid advertising is is very good you do it on uh, each channel but for startups we usually recommend start with um Facebook and Instagram and the good thing about Facebook right now you integrate WhatsApp and when you run paid ads the leads come straight into your WhatsApp inbox you know that is that is so amazing because uh Kitambo comment on all the inquiries, all the leads in Facebook, but with your WhatsApp, uh, which is an instant messaging platform, uh, you know, when it comes in, it, uh, it comes with a notification. So you, you are able to, uh, connect with your, with your lead on a real time basis. Then we have a str- another strategy, uh, creating a quality, uh, high graphics, um, And that basically is to make sure, uh, you know, that your your products and your services are very appealing online. Then we have uh, going live on social media. You can, uh, you know, basically when you go live, your 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 followers are notified that Oracle branding, for example, is live. And that is a very good strategy to always uh, stay top of mind. The other one before I hand over to Vanessa is Google Ads. Google Ads, um, and these days, the, the good thing about Google Ads, they allow you to start with any budget. Like uh, six, you can start with $6 per day, and then you can end or pause the, the Google Ads anytime you want. And Google Ads are the sales version of online marketing. They are very effective, and you pay for every time someone clicks on your website, and your website is shown above every other a website, in that category of products and services. Mm-hmm. Vanessa will say that the rest.
2: Okay. Uh, other strategies, definitely. If you are going for the cheaper method, it's definitely digital, which you, which is free, mostly free, unless you are boosting your content. So for a free for f- the free ways is definitely content marketing. So as a business, you have to have a lot of content that your customers can engage with. You have to, and there are different kinds of content. We have educational content, inspirational content, entertaining content, things like that. So you have to have a lot of content where you're you're pushing out content that people are always seeing you. You have to have something every day on your social media, so people are seeing you all the time. Otherwise, if you post once a month, then, you, c- you can be forgotten because, you know, there's so many businesses on social media then. So you have to, ha- you have to always be there every day. Mm. And different social, medias, uh, social media channels are different. So you'd find like Twitter, uh, a tweet can last maybe an hour. On Instagram, it's a day. On, on Facebook, I don't know how long, maybe a few hours or maybe a day. Mm. On LinkedIn, it's a bit longer. It can be even a week so different there so you have to know how which which, which uh, on which uh, channel are you on and the kind of content that you're going to push out it should also be appealing as you said with high quality graphics and mm. images and also people should be able to relate with your content and also you know in a way that people are also engaging with your content they are commenting they are liking because that would also help you grow then the other thing is uh, reviews uh, collecting reviews from your customers would is also a good strategy because that also helps with brand loyalty when people see that this person my, my, uh, this person has put a review and they've said the product is good then they'll definitely also they'll they'll believe that your product is good otherwise if there are bad reviews or no reviews then I'm not sure
3: mm.
2: yeah you'll see even when you're going to buy something you want to see what are people said about it for sure so yeah so make uh, so collecting reviews is also very important and even reviews is part of the content that you could be pushing out the other thing business and you, I- and
1: you can uh, you can send you can send reviews directly you can send the reviews link directly to your customers and friends customers customers and friends oh okay yes. okay okay yes
2: yeah the other thing is SMS marketing, and we can, a lot of companies and brands have started using SMS marketing where you have, you know, your brand name, instead of just a phone number, it's your brand name that is there, and this also improves customer experiences, because, you know, if you see this, uh, you bought something from this person, and maybe they got your number, and now they're sending you, you know, happy birthday, you you feel good, they've remembered me, and you can also push your offers, you know, you can tell... You, know, you can even push out some content you know some things just to your customers through SMS that's also very effective the other method is email email marketing is is very important it's still alive and this is where you push out email newsletters you collect emails because you know they say you know emails at least with emails you know who your who your customers are and who your audience are who your audiences are, and you can push it directly to your, to your. You can push your content directly to your, to your subscribers. So it's it's very effective to have email subscribers because they say you know social media you know like now the way there's a lot of talk maybe TikTok will will be will be you know cancelled. So you know so those people who had built a following, how can they continue engaging with those people? Mm-hmm. But if they had subscribed their newsletters and they can engage with them on email because you don't know how long social media will be there you know you can lose your followers or, or your account can be hacked you know yes. anything could happen but once you have this email if these emails and this you know these are your customers then you know your your business will can survive can survive anything mm-hmm. any shift
0: those are really good insights so what i'm picking is uh well, of course, SMS usually will have a lot of conversation in terms of I don't know if you guys saw what was happening last the last weekend
3: mm-hmm.
0: with Safaricom being, you know, being said that they are selling out our numbers.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But I definitely um, get your point. And and one thing that I, so you mentioned something about reviews. What if someone says something negative on your on your uh, you know leaves a negative review? Should I delete it?
1: No, you can't the first thing you can't delete it Mm -hmm. and the second thing you have to manage it Um, you there's no brand that will ever lack negative reviews Mm -hmm. so what you do you have to manage those negative um, reviews i'll give you an example um last year um, when we had our office at Musaiga, we wanted to order a cake you know, uh, one of the one of my colleagues, she's called Shalom. She wanted to order a cake. So she went online on Facebook, you know, to check the cake houses around. And then we saw this very nice cake house. I can't mention it. And then, uh, you know, we saw the photos. They were nice. But when we went to the reviews, eh, they were bad. And now the, the other mistake was, uh, one, people have left reviews. Then four or five months later, no one has uh, tried to manage that review. Mm-hmm. That is very bad for for brands. So if you're if you're managing a brand, and today a, a negative review is left 48 hours should not um, end. Uh, if you've not, uh, you know, co- uh, responded to that negative review, you should ask you should ask Vanessa, you know, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa maybe for a uh, bad review a uh, uh, particular brand as the brand manager I should ask Vanessa on social on that on that same channel hi Vanessa um, we apologize for this experience. what happened? can you kindly inbox us your details so that we get in touch with you and to fix your story? Then you go. Um, uh, you go on the on the behind and you you call Vanessa or sms or whatsapp you know if it's a, if it's a cake that was done badly you can redo it and really apologize and uh, promise her that it will never happen again then when all that is done you can ask you can request Vanessa if she if she accepts you know sawa kukubali sawa but you can request her to go back and say um, my issue was sorted out thank you so much so that is how you manage uh, the negative reviews okay yes <laughs> and another 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 element which yeah. is related to that there are brands which do not reply to comments on their social media channels good comments like there was a there's, there's a big brand a furniture brand. I won't mention it. I hope they're listening. <laughs> um, big brand. They have over a million followers on Facebook, but now they never. And then now I was. Someone sent me a screenshot of their comment section. Monene, you you need to talk to this brand. You know, <laughs> because people are liking everything about them, but they don't respond. And you have very legit leads there. People asking how much, you know. People asking, "I bought a, ch- I bought an, I bought a sofa. It was nice. Can I buy another one?" No response. No response. <laughs> one week, two weeks, three weeks. You're like, "Oh my God, no!" You're killing your business. Killing yeah, your business. Killing <laughs> if I was to, if I was to start a furniture business, those would be my customers. Yes. Those frustrated people on your com, on your comment section. I will invest one month to call them, follow up on social media intentionally, and tell them, hey, I have the same quality, better customer experiences, and your comments on social media will be answered within four hours. Mm.
0: Yes. That will be your selling slogan.
1: That will be my selling <laughs> slogan. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh,
0: um, as, we, as we wind up, uh, I'd like to because this is, the, this is what I hear a lot. I don't have followers. I don't have engagement. <laughs> um, you, put up, you put out a post. No one, no one likes it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so depressing. What can you comment about that? I
1: think yes, I can start.
0: And also, uh, just to connect that, also mention how do you grow your engagement and how do you also grow your following?
2: Okay. So you've created a social media channel and now you're starting to put out content but why you're hearing crickets. Nobody's <laughs> <is> liking, <laughs> nobody's following. So the the problem is that you're also not engaging, you know. Engage to get engagement. Don't just post, post, post. Where are your customers? Who is your customer? So we already identified this is your customer. So you know you know this person can be a customer. Do you go and engage with those people you know like their posts and you know interact with them because these days people pe- people want to be people want to be talked to you know they want to be wooed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah people, people people wouldn't come they will not just come and see your social media and start following you or just out of nowhere they want to see that you can you can help them so if 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 So the best thing is to engage and the best ways to do this is through, let's say if it's Facebook, through Facebook groups. So depending on what product or service you have, you have to go and find groups where people are talking about that or where people are, you know, where your target or just go and find them. You know, that's why you have social media, you know, it takes, it's a lot of work. You have to go and actually find your your target market where they are, find them, engage engage with them. Because now if somebody says, you know, um, let's say, for example, you know, I'm looking for a wedding planner. And so they'll, they'll, they amma, what, what do you, where do you get a nice wedding dress? Or, you know, things like that. And that is, that is your, you know, that is your target mark. Just go there and tell them, you know, you can get need this, you can get your dress here and here. And even if you need flowers, I have flowers. Yeah. You no, know, you have to start that engagement, engage with people, get them, that's how you get them to follow you. And also, if you engage with other people on their posts, they'll engage with you on your post. Mm. So, yeah. So that's how you do it. Then also, uh, being on, being constantly on social media, the way we've said content marketing every day, every day. Because if you post today, then you disappear. Then people, people the, what are they following you for? You don't have content. People are following people who have content that they can consume. So create content every day. Because, you know, if you're there, if you're there every day, every day, every day, then you start to bring your followers because people see that this is somebody who is serious and he's, they, they're always here. They, I love their content. That's how you get them to follow you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely really yeah. awesome.
1: Um, I think mine, I'll just give an analogy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> so basically people don't, these days we don't want to feel like customers. You know, we want to feel part of the business. We want to trust you we want to have a relationship with you so like vanessa is saying um all those all those strategies that she has outlined basically what they are doing is that they are they are breaking that customer ceiling mm-hmm. that now you can get into that level of uh you know relationship conversation for example if if i come i don't know you we don't know each other mm-hmm. And I just come directly to you and tell you I sell, I sell ice cream. you will be like, this guy is mad. <laughs> <laughs> but if I come and say hi, I, li- I really like your shirt. You know, where did you, where did you get it? You know, then I start asking you questions. You know, do you enjoy folding it like you folded it? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have challenges wa- washing it? Ukiyoshi mm-hmm. How long? You know, you know, I've I've, I've given you that. Um, What is it called? I've given you that opportunity to, you know, to engage, you know, to answer, you know, to have a conversation. And then your psychologically, your your mind starts to uh, warm up to me. Yes. And then from there, you know, I can ask your number, you know, then, you know, a week later, I can tell you, can you show me where you bought it? And then a month later, I'm like, you know, by the way. I sell ice cream. I sell ice cream. (laughs) Now you guys are friends. Yeah, you guys are friends. Yeah, and you you not only come alone, you'll come with your wife, Uh kids, come with your neighbor, come with your colleagues. And I'll be like, man, I have have 15 clients now. Mm
0: -hmm. So the idea is, like Vanessa said, the idea is to feed people with content that they find valuable yes. and that's basically the analogy of do you, how do you, do you like your shirt yes. where did you buy it it's more like trying to create something that people can benefit from yes. before you now tell them by the way
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my ice creams are better than the other yes. ones <laughs> now they'll be, now they're warm yeah. they'll be willing to easily consume yeah. yes so what you're basically telling an entrepreneur is take time take time yeah take time yeah,
2: and also uh, there's this thing about you know you want so many followers but these are not even your target market mm. so you have you have you have 100k followers but nobody is buying from you nobody is even engaging with you because these are not your target market mm. these are not your these are not the user they, they don't want they don't need your product so you can you could even have 1000 followers but they are quality followers, they're your target market. Because mm. you you went out, you found them, and then you brought them in. Mm. Not just anybody who wants to follow you. So you you, you should also maximize on the followers that you have. Take care of them and let them see you know the value that you can maximize on those 1,000 followers. And then they'll also bring more as, as when, when they like your product your service they are bringing more mm. so don't just focus on the on the numbers and that's where analy- the analytics come in so you have 10k followers but what's your engagement rate what how, how much are you selling to even these followers that you have mm. you need to analyze that and then if if these followers are even they are, they're not quality followers they're not buying from you they are ghost followers maybe even some accounts are fake you know maybe because some brands they buy followers you know it's better to even remove them you know remove them and just remain with the with the ones who are quality because that also builds your engagement because if if the if the channel is seeing okay you have let's say for example instagram you have 10k but you're only getting 20 20 likes two comments and you have 10k followers then something wrong with your content mm. and th- th- so they'll, they, they your reach your reach won't be that good than for an account that has maybe 500 followers but you know the comments they are getting 50 comments 200 likes 300 likes you know then the reach is higher mm. yeah
1: Okay. Wow. Um, mm. <clears throat> um, I think uh, a key a key strategy we left out for for startups is uh, video testimonials. And behind the scenes, mm. yes. So if you're, you know, when you when you're building a business, trust is your biggest currency, and people want to see that uh, a few other people have trusted Oracle Branding with branding. People want to see that uh, a few other people have trusted uh, Nyama Bites with Nyama, you know, as a butchery. So you can convince or give incentives for people who will give you video testimonials that uh and the video testimonials can be a minute long i can say my name is monene uh, before nyama mama bites <laughs> i used to struggle with <laughs> with meat. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i used to struggle with meat mm. you know and especially with my kind of need i get home very late but now this particular brand, they deliver even at 8 p.m. when I get home, I can just get into the app, ningekoyo butchery, ni-order na ni lipe. and uh, you know that that is captured and is pushed out as uh, social media content. You can put it on your uh, channels, you can put it on your website, on your app, and uh, people will you know people will say, ayah, hey, yeah, I know this guy. I know this guy. <laughs> you know Vanessa will go online and say I had problems with finding wedding shoes every time I t- attend weddings, but uh, uh on shoes. Uh, <laughs> you know, he always got me covered, you know any time Saturday Kona wedding. Is the plug who never fails? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So people want to see that, mm. and that has to be pushed out as as content.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. I think that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. That's very helpful. Thank you, guys. All right. Wow. Yeah. So, my guests are—they they call themselves branding gurus. You know how they say, "Work without play makes Jack a dull boy." So I put my guests to the test. They're branding geniuses, we must say. Well, let's hear it. And as you listen, try to answer them before the guests do. You can pause. Let's see how many you can get when you listen through the episode. Are you guys ready? <laughs> yes. You ready? I'll try as much as possible to make, to describe these brands to <laughs> you. <laughs> then I'll have you guys tell me which companies they are. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, what, what feeling comes, comes with it. Mm-hmm. So are you guys ready?
1: Okay. (laughs) Anyone can answer? Anyone can answer. Or actually, we we can do. Let it just
2: be open. (laughs) Let it
0: be open. Okay. When you see, this is an easy one. I'll start easy. A swish. A swoosh.
2: That's Nike. That's Nike. What comes
0: to mind?
1: Just do
2: it.
0: Just do it. it. Uh All right. Three stripes. Adidas. Adidas. What comes to mind?
1: Luxury.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I, uh I hope I'll do a good job with this This is a tough one. <laughs> this is a tough yeah. one. An old man. Uh-huh. Um that's I don't know if this will be racial, but white.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm finish this.
0: Alright, two arches. Huh? Two arches. Two what? Two golden arches. Okay, uh, golden that's arches. Um, McDonald's. Okay. Okay. Wow. You guys you guys know your craft. <laughs> All right. Um I'll try this one. A square with four smaller squares okay, okay. inside them. I hope so one is red, the next one those are the upper part, red, green, blue, yellow.
2: Microsoft.
3: Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 this is a good one. All right. Okay, I'm going to play sounds. Mm-hmm. Then I want you to tell me which brand those uh, sounds come with. So? Wow.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> you ready? Yes.
1: <laughs> Not Gio? No. KCB? Is... No.
0: I you want one more time? hmm. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> it's hard. Uh,
0: you can see it. I
1: can I, see it.
0: Can I give you a hint? Tom and Jerry.
1: Oh yes. Uh, cartoon um, e- e- no, m- uh, Metro Goldie. Metro, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? A phone.
0: Which phone?
1: Which brand? HTC <laughs> no Close? <laughs> Huawei. No, it's not Huawei.
0: Oh God, no. Okay, just Internet. which phone is which phone is right above Huawei? Techno. Uh, Techno.
2: Infinite.
0: In terms of in terms of consumption.
2: just above Huawei?
0: Huawei. Samsung. Yes, Samsung. <laughs> that's Samsung. <laughs> okay, let's try this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, That's
0: very easy, we, like I could. That That's very in? easy but I
1: could. That's no. Windows.
0: Windows oh, XP. Windows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, this 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 should be easy. Uh this should be very easy. <laughs> where where did it go?
3: Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I I knew that was that was like that was like given. All right, this is easy. This is easy. Okay. This is very easy, I promise you guys.
1: <laughs> <Nokia>. oh, no, here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: let's try this one more time. Uh, that's
1: easy, but I could. Uh, it's a phone. It's a phone. phone.
0: Yeah. It's an electronic. Let me give you a hint. It's an electronic a- brand.
1: A- a- brand. A- Sony.
0: LG. Close. Yes, it's LG. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. If, let me see if I can get one more. Ah, this is. I kid you not. Uh, this is the easiest. The
1: easiest, the easiest. Yeah. Twentieth. <laughs> Twentieth <20th> Century Fox. <laughs> Mahomalone. <My> <laughs> Malone. alone comes to mind when you hear that. When you hear that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should brands start focusing on their audio strategy in terms of branding? Because basically all those are audio logos (laughs) yes Mm
1: -hmm. Um, they should oh Uh, yeah yeah. i think i'm too comfortable (laughs) Um, they should definitely uh, incorporate um the audio uh, (coughs) the audio element but now um the big the big um how can i call it the big ball in this court should be on the agency side, like Oracle branding. So how do, we, how do we bring it down to startups? Because um, audio branding has been known for big brands. Again, people with budgets. So our urge would be for, let me not urge other agencies. Let's, <laughs> let's maximize on that market. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> ORAC branding. Um, we are, you know, part of our strategy to reach 150,000 SMEs. Um, that includes that, you know, we currently, we are, we want to cre- we are creating an app, the branding app, which will help us really reach that, um, you know, th- those numbers we want to reach. And part of the strategies is to make sure all branding elements, even for startups are available. Including audio. Oh audio. Yes.
0: Thank you. I yes. think that's, that's very powerful. Yes. And the reason I brought it is because I think audio is, is increasingly growing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want brands to be left behind. Yeah. Especially startups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any last parting shots? Is there anything burning that you feel like should have been addressed?
1: My parting shot
2: would be. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me see mine
0: before, 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 <laughs> let me, before you guys say your parting shots. <laughs> okay. Eventually brands will get hot. Uh, Safari has experienced this like every other night. Uh, Kenya Power experiences, you know, their brand being hot. And and to mention one that really happened some time back recently was when Nairobi published an article mm-hmm. about Mike Sonko having an affair with the University of Nairobi student leader mm-hmm. to the point that a section of university university student burnt bought and banned the newspaper. Mm-hmm. How how can how can a brand maxim? I don't know if this is the best way. How can a brand maximize this negative mm-hmm. publicity, mm-hmm. and how can they manage it? Because I think that's like. That's like insane. Uh, and also chicken in, I think there's a time when they also had some issues with their um, product. Mm-hmm. How can they maximize <coughs> this? So, got that. Oh.
2: Okay. Uh, so yeah, whenever there's negative publicity, it's always an opportunity. You, you need to view it from an opportunity standpoint and look for how can you even you know, be better so if your brand has been tarnished, now it's now it's uh, time to you know manage it, and you can do this through now you know just trying to bring out more value to your to your consumers. So how can you bring out more value, or how can you how can you improve your brand to them? So for example, let's say uh, the chicken inn one. So people now don't want to go and eat at chicken inn. So now you have to now manage that, and now you see. Yes, there was this problem, but now we have, uh, we have, we have taken these measures. We have improved, and this is now what we are doing. Uh, so, so now you have to now bring out that message over and over, over and over, until you know uh, the the bad the bad publicity is now it's now the, um, it's now about the past. And now we are now about the future, the mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Now this is what we are doing. This is what we are offering. So it's just about you know managing it yeah like that then uh, what was the other question like how
0: do you take and maximize the publicity because at that point everyone is talking about you and manage it uh you know maximize and managing it basically that was the question
2: so so it's just about you know changing reframing it mm-hmm. just just you know looking for strategic ways to reframe it mm-hmm. and also getting uh now this is where you could even use the, you know the reviews you know getting people to come and you know and now see see good things about you, mm. you know, it yeah so it's just reframing it because after a while people will if if you don't manage it people will always remember the bad thing but now if you start bringing in more positive reviews more positive reviews then people will forget mm. and then now just you know you know just coming back because if you get something if you if you get bad reviews then that means that you went out of you are not on brand so just getting your people back on brand, on brand. yeah so just yeah you know retraining your staff retraining mm. the people in your in, in your company on this is what our brand is about and yeah just show even just showing the public that you know, these are the measures we've taken. Mm, we've mm. we've made a mistake, but this is what we are doing, and people can appreciate that.
0: Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean mine. Um, um, that was awesome. That was awesome. Mine was just uh, to wrap it up. Is to say, don't don't react, respond. You know, don't don't do a newspaper advert the next day. You know, to you know to re- to try to react to. You know, the negative uh, publicity. You know, take time. And I like what Vanessa has said take time, retrain the people. If you can even rebrand, maybe, you know, just change the interior, Kiasi, you know, just give people a nicer feeling. And then now start communicating that, um, you know, very constantly that, uh, you know, this is our value right now you know, concentrate on the value and then now keep on uh, communicating it. And then uh, you will now um, the same publicity that was negative uh, because you know, the same the same people that are the positive messaging. Yes, (laughs) yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you, guys. I think, like, when it comes to brand, there are like a lot of things to talk about. Because right now, I'm imagining uh, personal branding. I'm trying to imagine, uh, you know, like, when when do we separate Tiger Woods, the golfer, and Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods, the one who was cheating? Like, how do we, (laughs) how how do, because, like, how do you manage that as a person? (laughs) Like, that will eventually, we need to have another part.
1: (laughs) I, I think that is a, you know, just to briefly, yes, uh, it's a matter of character, yes, because uh, as a as a personal brand, whether people know you as the best golfer or the best basketballer or the you know you know no, or no human is limited, uh, your character goes, your it goes fast, you know whether you're breaking records in one point five nine. If you cheat on your wife, um, you know that people forget that. People have this perception that a person who is not limited should not cheat on their wives, <laughs> or should not. makanga, you know, you know that character that people have placed on you. Mm. That those, I I think uh, to answer briefly on that question you've brought about Tiger Woods yes when you're when you're building your, your personal brand there's a character people place on you
0: yes and it's your job to always try to live up to it
1: yes yeah. and that and that character is not necessarily based on how good you are in golf mm. is how good you are in inspiring them you know they look up to you you know you cannot make mistakes <laughs>
0: so you should try to...
1: Yes, but but now if you, mm-hmm. uh, if you understand you're a human being, you can as well start communicating that early on when you're building your personal brand. And you can either communicate it intentionally or unintentionally by the things you do on a daily basis so that people know, yes, Monene is CEO Equity Bank, but he's not... He's not an angel. Yes, you also need to put that out there. Mm. But if you let it be, you know your your brand will grow. Personal brand will grow, and then people will impose a character on that personal brand. So you have to communicate that uh, I'm not here to angelize anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I can yeah, make can, mistakes. Yes, yes. I only, I only play golf very well. <laughs> but I'm still <laughs> your man. <But> I'm still <laughs> your man. <laughs> Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate this. Uh-huh. Maybe now we can have the parting shots, then to my I
1: can start. Okay. Um, my parting shot would be we are moving from key performance indicators, KPIs, to customer performance indicators. CPIs. and uh, to my notice, KPIs are placed on employees. You tell an employee, maybe you have a you have a boutique up a jamia, jamia mosque. Now, my employee wako wili, you have to bring in twenty clients per month. So, due to the pressure, your two employees will do anything to get. Twenty clients for your business, and they will they will attain key performance indicators. And you'll be very happy, you know, for the first few months. But uh, when the reviews start coming in, that hey, ni shati, ikanza kufed, kumbe employee wako ali tafta ali tafta ya. <laughs> ya shati kama unauza cheaply. And I convinced my clients, Uko Inje, then, as you say, in the name of your business, he'll still give you the cash for, you, for, for, him, for him or her to meet uh, the KPIs. But uh, your business in two years, so now we have ca- customer performance indicators where targets are, targets are placed on what is most important to the customer. For example, the same example ya your shop, ya jamia if if i'm the customer eh, one of my indicators staki shati ina jikunja niki nikifua na after one year nikifua bado ni the same you know staki material ina ina inaisha value pia nikifua ama nikiva <laughs> so those are the things which are very important to me so those are the, are the targets. Then there's a placeiva, kwa biashara. So uh, for example, again, if you're selling grocery, your customer performance indicators would be machungwa, uh, after three days badoni fresh, billa fridge. You know, that is very important to me. So you have to look at uh, your business, your customers, and what is very important to those customers. Then tie your targets to your, your your customer performance indicators, and then now you and then most successful businesses right now they are tying their KPIs to their CPIs. They are telling they're not telling their employees you need to bring in 20 customers. They're, um, they're telling their employees you have to make sure that our oranges do not. Are fresh after three days. You have to make sure that monene hatapiga pasia kinunuwa shati. So it's you to find out the best quality. So what, what, what that does it uh, it makes the employee more customer centric, not more business centric or ROI centric. And that uh, gives your business very high value. Yes, because there are no employees who a client, who kuje a business, who on-board, false information just for them to on-board on their business. So for me, that is my parting shot. Move from KPIs to CPIs. Yes. Thank
2: you. <laughs> okay, so my parting shot would be just letting businesses know that there's value in branding their businesses. That it's 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 very important. If you're growing a business, you want to also grow your brand, because if because a brand, you know, it gives your business, you know, a sense of purpose. You know, it gives your business a mission that even your employees can come in and believe in it, and then they move together with you in it. Because there's some businesses you might go to, and then the employees you know it's he or she is rude. And that affects your brand because then I won't, I won't come back. Yeah. But if you had trained this employee to stay on brand and tell them, you know, as you put the customer first or our brand is the customer is always right. Then, then I'll feel appreciated as a customer and then I'll be loyal to that brand. Because you know, there's a lot of competition right now and the way to stand out is only by branding, yeah. showing your customer why, why should I pick you and not this other person? That's important. Customer loyalty is, is is the thing right now. Building your your loyal followers, your loyal community, who will stick with you through the through the good times and the hard times. That's that's what brands should focus on right now. Mm. Yes, that's my parting shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Those were incredible parting shots, and I think mo- both of you guys focused around customers, building customer loyalty, and Ensuring value to the customer, which is very important. I want to thank you so much, guys, for your time and mm-hmm. sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Engage Orak branding on all social media <laughs> platforms using the hashtag Kuja. <laughs> Kuja ORAC <laughs> and, and better your brand. And better your brand. Thank uh-huh. you so much, guys. Uh-huh. As story, as we open the door, as we leave, uh-huh. what comes to your mind when you when you hear the name Uhuru Kenyatta? <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording this?
1: Yeah, we are recording <laughs> this.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. this. Don't worry, this one is going to be covered mm-hmm. by a nice background mm-hmm. beat. <laughs> okay, oh. um, me
2: the first thing. To be honest, the thing that has come to my mind is, you know, debt. <laughs> 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 we are drowning in debt. <laughs>
1: mm, it's bad governance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, it's you know and that's that's a completely different uh, actually my, my purpose is to <coughs> turn potential into patterns of success through good governance so I'm very passionate about good governance so for me actually tell people for me business business is an enabler of 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 my good governance you know eventually I want to uh, be in good in, in governance you know, and uh you know that's why I'm you know very happy to uh you know hang out with Vanessa as much as I can, because now <laughs> be uh you know you know or uh, Mimi wachan the Moranga County to, <laughs> you know, for leadership. <laughs> Who's the governor Moranga? <laughs> uh, it's it's area And if he's listening... Uh, <laughs> uh, Competition coming <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm very passionate about good governance. Mm. You know, I usually see, you know, the way the likes of Singapore have grown, the likes of... Um, Germany, eh, and, you, and you're like, wow, yani the difference in good governance. You too. Yeah. Eh, attitude, you execute some of the things that have to be executed. Mm. So, Kenyatta, eh, bad, bad government. <laughs> Odium. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, DM oh, DM I think ni, ni violence. <laughs> <I do>. Violence. <laughs>
3: oh my <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. And and fana- fanatism. People who are willing to
0: put themselves in the line for someone. yes. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it for this know. session. It was interesting for me. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. One key insight that I learned from this particular episode is if you're an entrepreneur, if you're building a brand, if you're trying to, to give some promotional items, try to give people something that they will remember you more often. An example that Monena shared was the petrol station. He argued rather than giving guys brochures, they will have been given uh, towels. And whenever the person was using the towel, he will remember that particular brand. So what are you going to do yourself? Are you going to still hand over brochures? Well, Nana said it's not good unless you're selling books. I guess. Well, I'm not an expert in the field. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can check out previous episodes, producer. How many guests have we had? 20
3: okay.
0: You guess st- you start with range, then you can see how this podcast has evolved over time. Thank you so much. And you can check out acute.co.ke for other amazing content. us at Acute Media. Write us an email. And if you want to produce your own podcast as well, write us on hello at acute.co.ke.